you've been called ugly you've been called a bitch before yeah oh, oh. i command the spirit of bitch to come out i command the spirit of bitch to come out everyone that called you a bitch everyone that called you a on this episode of the commercial break yeah. oh just go on my tiktok at carl's penis <laughs> at carl's christ-like penis <laughs> Uh, it's got, and, and you see the logo, my new logo has got uh, two penises in the shape of a cross. <laughs> oh my god. That's my new church, Cox for Christ. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend, Kristen Joy. Holy best to you, Kristen. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Straight from the front lines of the gossip rags, I do have to tell you something. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Now, I was just re-watching this episode because I can't get enough of my own voice. I was just re-watching the episode where you and I were talking about Taylor Swift and her start in the music business and how it may not have been the fairy tale story some people make it out to be. I don't think this is news to many like super hardcore Taylor Swift fans, Swifties, of which there are millions, and there's just one me. So don't come and pick (laughs) pick at my fucking front house, the front of my house. I am just sharing what I'm reading. Do you remember why Taylor Swift had to re-record the Red Album? Yes. Because, because Scooter, Scooter Braun, Braun yep. sold the mute the rights to her catalog mm-hmm. to a hedge fund. Yes. For like $350 million. She claimed not to have been involved in any of the conversations. She had no clue what was going on. This all happened behind her back. How could she? How could he? How would he? How dare he? And and Scooter was quite uh, vilified over all of this, even oh, yeah. though he certainly, ha- it seems like, had the rights to sell it. She was pissed. Understandably so, if he, she was not involved in the conversation. But that's why you always keep the copyrights, kids. You always keep the licenses to your own music. Always, always, always. Ask the Beatles, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, do you remember that? Yes. Fucking, what's his name? Paul uh, McCartney. Paul McCartney and him were at a like an auction or something for something else. They were at an auction and... They Michael, even did that, sound, that song together. They did Ebony <laughs> and Ivory. Do you remember the Saturday Night Live skit that went along with no. that? I'm going to ask Morgan <laughs> to find it and see if you can play it right here. This is a skit. I am repeating a skit from the 1970s or early 80s, which I had no hand in writing. The song goes like this. I am black and you are white. I am blind as a bat and you have sight. You don't remember that? No. Frank Sin- they were Someone was playing Frank Sinatra and someone was playing Stevie Wonder. And the two of them were singing the song oh over the ebony and ivory thing. And it, at the moment, at the time, it, it really got my goat. It was really funny. But Scooter sells this catalog underneath Taylor Swift, supposedly. Now... Somebody who knows is reporting that Taylor may have had more information than she first initially claimed because her dad made $15 million on the sale of her catalog. Her father did. Really? Yes. So let's ask ourselves, if your dad has been so involved in your music career from the beginning, probably, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was very young when she got started. Astrid said she believed that not she believed, but Taylor referenced her parents at the Atlanta concert. Like, I'm so happy to have mom and dad here. They've been so supportive. They're doing you're at every show, you know, clap mm-hmm. for mom and dad or whatever. So they were in the audience. 
So it appears they have a good relationship. But her dad made $15 million on the sale of this, and Taylor didn't know? Doesn't that seem a little bit strange? It does. What's the context of the article saying? The con- uh, Taylor Swift said she was blindsided when her music was sold over to Scooter Braun, but a new report says her pops cashed in on a, hu- a, cashed in a huge paycheck on the deal. For those unaware, Taylor Swift's catalog was shipped off to Scooter in 2019 when Scott Borchetta, founder of Big Machine Label Group, who I think had the rights to the original album, put his company up for sale. Scooter's company paid $330 million to take it all. But sources close to negotiations tell us that Taylor was never involved in any of those calls or directly in the deal at all. However, a new report is challenging how much she knew about Scooter's move. The sale spawned a ton of turmoil as well as multiple Taylor's version re-records of some of her past work. But according to Music Business Worldwide, sounds like a legit magazine to me, (laughs) Taylor's dad, Scott Swift, took home over $15 million in the monumental sale. Despite cashing in back in 2019, a rep for Taylor said he didn't have any knowledge of the deal before it happened. How are you... if? If you're making $15 million and you don't know you're making $15 million, you are filthy fucking yeah, rich. really. Now, maybe he is filthy fuck. It sounds like he's filthy fucking rich, and he always has been filthy fucking rich. But that's just insane to me that your daughter's music catalog gets sold to somebody. Everyone claims to not know this happened, and then you got a $15 million royalty check for it or equity check, and no one was the wiser? No one consulted you on that? No one said, hey, dude, you're going to get $15 million in your bank account? Yeah, that's very strange. I mean, maybe it was wrapped up as part of a you know, package of investments. I don't know. I don't but, know. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like I'd, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed, too. Mm-hmm. If I'm Taylor Swift, I'd yeah. be like, Dad, you got a yeah. $15 million check for that? I went all over the fucking news, everywhere up and down and sideways, mm-hmm. pissing and moaning about the fact that my catalog was being sold underneath my nose and I had no control over it. I actually had to go in the studio and sing those fucking songs twice, Dad. <laughs> you got a $15 million check? Now, I realize... That Taylor probably pisses $15 million for fun. I realize that that's not a lot of money to them. But to anybody else on earth, $15 million check, you know where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. You're well ahead of time. (laughs) I mean, I have literally sat in my house refreshing the Wells Fargo app 30 to 40 (laughs) times to receive $215 From somebody on Zell. I hear ya. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I do. Like, oh, I got big plans for that 215. Yep. I got to pay the Georgia power bill. <laughs> I'm going to run and buy myself some allergy nose spray. And, and I'm going to take the rest that I'm going to uh, buy a Mickey Mouse, I guess. I got kids. <laughs> get some cereal. <laughs> I'm going to get some milk. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money to not realize. Wow. They take a dickin' and keep on licking, don't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just like, uh, that to me is so antithetical to anything that I understand in my life. Oh, I know. How do you not know $15 million is coming into your account? And how do you not know what it's for? I think this is going to be a really tough Thanksgiving dinner for the Swifties. Might be. The actual Swifties, like the Swifts themselves. Yes. Like, hey, Dad, you're making me look like a real fucking asshole here. <laughs> yeah. You could have, like, clued me in on this. But I suspect, I suspect. That Taylor did have some information, some inside track on this. Of course, she must have. She's Taylor fucking Swift. Somebody's going to tell her, hey, I think, you know, 
Scooter's going to be this buying your catalog. Yeah, he's going to be buying your catalog, and this is happening. And then her dad must have had a little bit of an understanding of a $15 million payday coming his way. I just find it really hard to believe that he didn't know anything about it. I agree. People who are this ridiculously rich, really, I just have a hard time understanding how they live. I, I get the sense that like in my in my dreams, if someone come, came to us, you know, let's say 15 years down the road when we have 10,300 episodes of the commercial break and they said, <laughs> we're going to give you $15 million for your 10,300 episodes. Whee! I would know oh, the yeah. second <laughs> that that $15 million came into my bank of account. Of course. I would be waiting outside for a check to show up in the mail. I would ask them to send it overnight so that, and I would be happy to pay the charges. I would beg them to send it as quickly as possible. I would never not know that $15, no matter how much money we ever made, I would never not know that $15 million is coming my way. Maybe that's just where I came from and how I grew up. Now I agree. I mean, yeah, I'm so used to like, you know, definitely checking my balance every day. I know. (laughs) Just to see. And yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. It's a whole other world. You know, we get those $35, $40 checks from advertising every month. And I just like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> when's it coming? I literally bug the people at the network. And I'm like, hey, did you, did you get that report yet? You, you got that report? You think you could send in that report? <laughs> hey, AdvertiseCast is Brian. Just wondering if you got that report yet. No. <laughs> okay, just do me a huge favor. I know you got a lot of stuff, and I'm not really too worried about it, actually. I got, you know, I'm okay for right now. But the second that you get that report, could you do me a favor and text me and call me? And if you can't reach me, here's my wife's name. And if you can't reach here, here's my kid's school's phone number. And if you could call there, tell my son to call home and let him know that that $40 is in there, I would really appreciate it. We know, Brian. You make the same phone call every month. Five times. <laughs> Thanks. Doesn't come out till the 20th. It's only the 12th. I know. I just want to prepare ahead of time, just in case. You know, uh, I expect it's going to be $35, but you never know. It could be $40. we will let you know as soon as possible. Thanks. You got all those phone numbers? You want me to text them to you again? You sure? I'm going to send an email. I'm going to send an email recapping this phone call. Is that okay? Sure. Knock yourself out. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> How long do you have left on your contract? 11 months. <laughs> Talk soon. But wait. Oh, oh. Hold on. Oh, no, I thought I saw something. I, I just refreshed my Wells Fargo. I thought I saw something. <laughs> I, I, that is literally true. what happens it's every true. month. It's true. Yes. This is what happens because I am not the kind of guy who has $15 million laying around anywhere. And if, I, I just, I don't know. I, I have a hard time understanding how you live in the same, how you're part of the same family and someone's making money off your shit. And you aren't understanding that money's coming your way or your dad didn't tell you? Would you be pissed? Absolutely. I said I would. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I'd yeah. Be pissed. Absolutely. <laughs> My dad has this spreadsheet. You, we always, there was this, there's this old, if you spend any time around the green boys, you'll hear this phrase. You don't want to be on the spreadsheet. That's, <laughs> that's. The spreadsheet is my dad's way of keeping track of every single penny that goes in or out of his bank account. Mm -hmm. He is terribly 
organized when it comes My to his dad's money. the same way i think our dads are a lot alike. i think our dads are a lot alike too and i think our moms were a lot alike <laughs> yes, also I think yeah so too. i think we basically were born to the same mom and dad <laughs> i know in different multiverses That's probably what makes us click probably so yeah much. when we've probably been suffering this same fate over and over again in the multiverse yes so my dad has this fucking spreadsheet. He started it when we were kids. And so if you went to my dad, like, remember I told the story about the Pearl Jam tickets? Yes. Kevin wanted to charge me four times the face value <laughs> of the Pearl Jam ticket because he knew that I really wanted to go. Kevin was just being a capitalist and taking advantage of supply and demand. But I got really upset that this is, I'm 15 years old. Pearl Jam's coming around for their first major tour. I love Pearl Jam. I want to be at the Pearl Jam. I want to be at both Pearl Jam shows here in Atlanta. I only got tickets to one. Kevin has tickets to the other. Kevin gives no shits about Pearl Jam. He doesn't care. He likes them, but eh, I could see them or not see them. He just happened to get the tickets. That's right. So I say, hey, Dad. I say, hey, Kevin, can I have that ticket, please? Kevin says, sure. I think the face value of the ticket was probably $30. So Kevin says, sure, $120. And I'm like, $120? Dollars? Did you say dollars? (laughs) I just spent 60 bucks on an eighth of shitty... <laughs> brown weed. <laughs> Where am I going to get $120 from? And Kevin says, "Sorry buddy, that's the price. That's the price. I could probably sell it to somebody else for $120. One of our, the rich kids at the Catholic high school probably going to sell it for 120 bucks." And so I got all upset. This went on for a week, Kevin and I negotiated back and forth and he didn't budge and I got upset. Like really upset. Like I was I think I was crying at one point. I'm, I was like a I was like a Swifty. I was a jammy. Yes. I was a jammy. jammy. I was in my jammies a being a jammy, a pearly. <laughs> I was a pearly. <laughs> I was a pearl necklace. That's what I was. <laughs> so we go bat- fighting back and forth. And finally, I go to my dad. And I, I never got my dad involved in anything because I knew that it usually wasn't going to come down in my favor if I got my dad involved in a conversation right. about Kevin and I. With good reason. I was an asshole and Kevin wasn't. But so uh, he was only an asshole to me at that moment. So I say, hey, dad. I'm really upset. Kevin won't let me go to this concert. He won't give me this ticket. And so my dad calls us both in and he says, what's the deal here? I say, hey, there's a ticket. It's $30. He wants to charge me $120. And my dad's like, $120? <laughs> well, that's, that's the tits, kid. I'm sorry. That's the, way it, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But Kevin, you know, it's a little ridiculous to charge 4X on these tickets. Why don't you charge two and a half X? I think he ended up, I think it was $75 is what oh, I ended okay. up paying. Oh, okay, you compromised. He co- we compromised and he paid. But I didn't have the $75 available. I think I had like <laughs> 50. So my dad agreed to give me $25. Loan me $25, I could pay him back on my next McDonald's paycheck. So for the first time ever in my life, I went on what is now colloquial, uh, uh, proverbial spreadsheet. The spreadsheet. The spreadsheet. <laughs> And that spreadsheet has survived forever and ever. It's still the same fucking spreadsheet. I think my dad still has Clippy on that spreadsheet. I think Clippy comes in and says, Brian, how's your money? <laughs> that's $25. <laughs> that's right. Brian, how's your money? Um, that spreadsheet, you never wanted to be on the spreadsheet. Because if you were on the spreadsheet, my dad had no problems playing judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> He was worse than those guys that call you in the middle of the night, you know. <laughs> Hello, sir. I, I'm calling from uh, Comcast Turner Cable. You owe us $300. Please make payment now. And you're like, I never had Comcast Turner payment. I will come kill your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't want a grandma killed. I'll pay the $300. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Many happies. Uh, and so he, he was just like, he gave you 
no good reason to be on that spreadsheet. If you borrowed money from my father, you were going to be hunted down until that money was returned. (laughs) I think he is so good with money, my dad, and he taught me none of that. This one thing I wish my dad would have taught me about (laughs) is money. So anyway, so dad has a spreadsheet. If dad... Dad was Taylor Swift's dad. Oh, right. I am 1,000% positive that my father would fully know where the money is coming and going, Mm -hmm. and he would alert me at the very least. He may not give two shits about, you know, making money off me, but he would at least alert me. If this commercial break, if all of a sudden my dad started selling commercial break copyrights, right, and he sells it for $15 million, I would know. And he would tell me. That's just it. That's how the family operates. I don't know what kind of spreadsheet Taylor's dad has going on, but that's a bunch of horseshit to be making money off your daughter's copyrights. And then she's out there bitching and complaining to everybody who'll listen about how terrible this situation is. Yeah. I wonder what's going on at that household. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. (laughs) Wouldn't you? Just a fly on the wall for just like a couple of hours, like a family dinner. What do you talk about when you're Taylor Swift? With your parents. Do you think you talk about the same types of things you talk about? Like who you're dating and how life's going? And I think so. And maybe different things with different ones of your parents. Yeah, where are you going to get your private plane oil changes from? And <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't you think so? Which new Maybach is Mercedes making specifically for you? <laughs> I would love, love, love. For Here's, here's a question. Would you rather be financially secure, just enough to live comfortably? You don't have to worry about paying your bills. You can take a vac- nice vacation once, maybe twice a year. You don't have to overwork yourself. You're, you're you know, <laughs> unlike the commercial break. <laughs> you have to work more than an hour and a half a week, but not 40 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Would you rather be comfortable and secure for the rest of your life? Till the day that you die or be ridiculously rich for a decade. Oh, and then, uh, and then after the decade, would you be super poor? You die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if that's the case, I'm taking the really ridiculously rich until I die. No, let's just say you're ridiculously rich for 10 years, but then you have to go back to just struggle paycheck to paycheck type shit. Oh no, that would be too hard. Mm Mm-hmm. So you would go with just like I think maybe steady middle Eddie. of the road, steady Eddie, uh-huh. median pay, <laughs> like seventy a year, seventy five a year, something like that. Yeah. Seventy five a year adjusted well, that would for be inflation. So hard to go back. I mean, it'd be super fun to live it up for ten years. But then, how do you go back? You got a decade. You got a full yeah. decade. Private planes. I don't know. That's uh, a tough one. Private planes to Morocco, south of France for vacation. And you buy Antarctica because you can't. It also depends on what decade this is. Oh, that's true. You know, because it's a lot different if it's the 90 to 100 decade versus the 20 to 30s. Well, n- decade now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because $75,000 was as if I was Taylor Swift. My very first real office job, I'll never forget it. It was 55K, mm-hmm. 55K. Right. And this is like, we're going back like two decades. So mm-hmm. let's say that it's the equivalent of 75K now, mm-hmm. right? But it was 55K. I knew I didn't deserve it. I knew I had done nothing to earn it. I knew I was certainly not qualified for the position, but I was so excited because I had been living, really, yeah. even in the restaurant business. I remember those days. 
Yeah. yeah. You don't, you have no real reliability of what you're going to make. Yeah. Same. I mean, when we were in, when I, I did advertise sales all those years. I know. And, and it, it was, was such a miserable up and down fucking thing. Commissions and things. And yeah. Yeah. I think like the struggle is real. Most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. And I say mm-hmm. most of us because that includes us. Mm-hmm. It's, we're not, you know, we're not independently wealthy. Yeah, well, I heard somebody say because we when... keep on making this fucking show instead of working <laughs> at a real job. Well, I heard somebody say when time you spend as much as you make, which true. is true. True. It is. Yeah. Like, you know, when you don't have any money, you make that work. That's it. When you have a little bit more, then all of a sudden, a couple of Amazon orders here and there, and it all adds up, and you've spent your paycheck. That's so. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. We sign. We sign with the network. You know, you get a little a little cash in your pocket. We're not talking about a lot of money, guys. Don't get excited here. But it just goes. Yeah. Like, it just goes. Mm-hmm. I get goes my paycheck, like water. and it goes. I get a raise, and it goes. <laughs> yes, like, it all goes. Yes, it I don't know where it goes. Astrid and I were literally <laughs> paying bills. Like, after the last paycheck, we uh-huh. were, like, paying bills. And I was really excited because I was like, we're going to have a little extra jingle jangle for our vacation this summer. Like, we'll just, have a, we'll just be a little bit more comfortable than we otherwise would be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's gone. <laughs> One fucking car, one well, the, fucking Steve. The car and the yeah. dishwasher happened. The car so. and the dishwasher, and then you're done. <laughs> car, dishwasher, and now the kid, one of our kids is growing like 10 feet a month. I mean, I swear oh, yeah, to God. she is. She's, she's using yes. 12-month-old clothes, and she's only four months old. She, she's incredibly big. I don't know what happened, but she's going to be six foot seven. I, I literally she, birthed I, I, a giant. I remember looking in the stroller at her, and she was so little and tiny. Yes, I came over today, and she's like, she doesn't as fit big in the stroller. the stroller. Yeah, <laughs> she's like has to curl her legs to get in the stroller. <laughs> I know. So Astrid goes and buys all these clothes for her for the for our vacation, and none of them oh, fit. Wow! So now we have to buy a whole other set of clothing. I mean, that's kids in general. You have to buy new True. clothing every couple months. Shoes and clothes. Shoes and clothes. So don't even pretend to pre-plan because if you pre-plan. You know, it's like me. I don't know what weight I'm going to be at any particular time. So I just choose to buy the clothes like a week before it happens. Exactly. And even then, I'm not sure I'm still going to fit into it. But I think I would, I think I would choose ridiculously rich for a decade. Mm. I think I would. I think I would just like to understand, not understand, um, not get used to, because I don't know if I would ever be used to it. You would get used to it after 10 years. That's the thing. I don't know. You would. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I have so much PTSD from being poor that I'm not sure that I would ever really shake that out of my head. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, I honestly don't think so. I think it. I've been in a constant state of paycheck to paycheck. Those butlers for so that many would be years. wiping your ass would help you get over that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if I could wipe my ass with hundred dollar bills, yeah. or like those guys on TikTok, there mm-hmm. is. This brings up the greatest topic that I just thought about this. Are you on, t- are you, you know, we're on TikTok, TCB podcast. Yeah, I have at TCB TikTok. podcast. Okay. I'm not on there. No, but. Chrissy is the social media <laughs> maven that she is. She is so advanced ahead of her time on social media. She doesn't post anything. So, right. yes, it's the, it's the new thing all the kids are doing. You want to know how to get lots of TikTok followers? Just don't do anything. That's what Chrissy's <laughs> Sit doing. Sit back. Yeah. <laughs> if Chrissy wasn't on this show, she wouldn't exist. I have been most fascinated by TikToks starring gentlemen mainly that are of Arab descent, UAE, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq. I'm not really sure where they're all from because, you know, on TikTok, sometimes they put it there, sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. But they're wearing the traditional garb like you would see on a Saudi, like the traditional garb, like a Saudi prince. Yeah, like the sheik. The white sheik. Yeah, like a sheik thing, like a white 
you know, long mm-hmm. thing on, his, the on head. their head with a band around the head uh-huh. and then a full white down to the robe. floor robe. So there are a series of these. Do they wear anything underneath those robes? I would hope not, in, yeah. given the circumstances. Keep it flowing. Yeah, I want air in my balls. I just do. <laughs> I, I can't stand when my balls get sticky. It yeah. really drives me crazy. Or when I get knee sweat, like underneath my knees. Oh, oh knee that's sweat. the worst. <laughs> or you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel like you're in a pool of your own sweat. Oh. Do you ever do that? Where yes. you just like wake up and jump out of bed because you're like, ah, get it off me. <laughs> I have. It's before. my own stink. <laughs> I have before, yeah. I'm swimming in my own stink. <laughs> So I don't know what they wear under there, but I imagine that some of them freeball it. I would think so. Yeah. Kind of like a kilt. I wore a kilt to the weekend party in the woods one time, and I had <laughs> nothing on under it. It was actually not my you kilt. It was some chick's. It was some chick's <laughs> skirt, and she was like, "It's a kilt, but I'm wearing it as a skirt." Here, try it on. And so I just literally took my pants off. That's how fucked up I was. I just took my pants off. Balls are swinging right there in front of a group of people and put on this kilt. And they're all like, oh, looks good for your micro penis. <laughs> I did not know about the kilt part. I don't think or I had blocked that out. Yeah. OK. That's same night. I Same night. I got that big gulp of whatever was hanging <laughs> yeah. off that girl's boobs. Right. I totally, totally had no underwear on. Moon juice. I was. Yeah. Speaking of moon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Even the moon was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> ah! I've never seen clinical micropenis in person. It's terrible. Uh, so I don't know what they wear. But sorry, back to your TikTok. TikTok. TCB. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day, and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our specialized urls or codes when and if you can they pay our bills and who knows you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and i thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break there is a series of these gentlemen and i don't know if i'm getting this content because i'm liking this content and then (laughs) And then it just keeps on coming up. It's, it's like the bikini girls Arab, on Instagram. I was going to say yeah. it's Arab men and bikini girls. That's right. Okay. Arab men on Instagram, <laughs> on TikTok, and bikini chicks on Instagram. It's all for show research, all for show purposes. Of course. So these guys, here's what they do. They have some, usually, some kind of traditional music playing in the background, right? Beautiful uh, regional music playing in the background. And they have stacks and stacks and stacks of different paper money from around the world. Oh. And you comment, 
and then they stop the comments at one point. They pick somebody who's commented, like almost at random, I think. And who knows if they're really actually sending this money or right. not, but <laughs> some of them actually send it via via TikTok. They'll actually send the money oh. via TikTok right then. What they do is they stop on a comment and then they they start counting out money. And however much money they count out, they put it in an envelope and they write it, they write your username down and they send it off. Somebody sends it off for you. Or they send it electronically right then, right there, and you can see it actually happening. This is happening all, I say all over TikTok. I've probably seen six or seven of these guys doing this. This weekend on Saturday, I must have watched an hour and a half of a guy who I thought was really entertaining. Didn't understand a fucking word he said, but I thought he was highly entertaining. He was obviously in a high rise somewhere in a desert country. He's in a high rise, a beautiful place. There is cash all over the floor, wide angle. He's dancing. He's throwing money all over the place. Jovial, happy, you know, trying to say things in other people's languages. Hello! You know, da 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 Hola! da 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 Opa! da 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 And then he's counting. One lady is like, you know, Bolivares, Venezuela. He reaches over. He pulls out a stack of Bolivares. da 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 He's putting it in it, puts it in an envelope, writes the username down, shoves it off to the side. I can only assume someone's behind him actually figuring out how to get this to these people. It's insane. They're giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars in a single TikTok live. I was desperately texting left and right, like commenting, hello from the commercial break. Hello from Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, dollars. Hello, 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 hello. Sponsor my show. You don't even have to give it to me for free. Do you have the report? Yeah. Do you have the report? Do you have the report? Did you pick me? Did you pick me? Did you pick me? I really wanted to win. Like, I was really hoping that this guy would stop on me. But this What's is... What's the purpose of this? There Just, is no okay. purpose. There is no purpose except for gaining followers, followers and feeling good. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is the story that I made up in my head about this if one it's guy. it's real. A diggy, diggy, duck, diggy, 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 duck. This guy, right? Mm-hmm. I... If it's real. If it's real. If we're actually... If you're actually sending the money afterwards, mm-hmm. or are you just... Is this just a ploy to get people to, you know, follow you on, on TikTok? I don't know. But I can only assume, let's make the assumption that he is sending the money. This is the story I have in my head. <laughs> He's an oil sheik. He's like, you know, in the oil business. You know, maybe he lives in the UAE where a lot of that money is spread around to the, yes. to the Commonwealth. And, you know, he's got a six, seven, twelve, three hundred million dollars sitting in his bank account, and he's never going to run out of money. And so he just says to himself, I am going to do the world a favor. I'm going to have some fun, and I'm going to make some entertainment on TikTok while I'm at it. I am going to use what I got to get followers, feel good, and help some people out there in the world. That's the story that I made up in my head, is he's just a good guy being jovial and handing money. That's option one. (laughs) That's option one. Option two is that he stole the money in a grand Ponzi scheme to buy the PGA Tour. (laughs) Right. Do you see that's under investigation? Oh, it's going to be under investigation. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. The PGA Tour and Liv are not going to merge. It's never going to happen. Just just the PIF, the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, is not going to be allowed to invest billions of dollars into the PGA. The PGA is not going to be allowed to absorb PIF. It's never going to happen. And did you notice that Jay Monahan has now taken a step back from as being the CEO of the PGA Tour? No. Yep, he took a step back due to 
medical issues. Oh, right. Yeah, that medical issue is you're getting your it, ass kicked it, it, by it, all the players. I was going to say. You fucked wad. Uh, or when people go away for exhaustion. Exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I see exhaustion, <laughs> I, I go, They are just heroin. on a bender. Yeah. Crystal meth. <laughs> They're just on a bender. Too much ecstasy. <laughs> So these guys are doing this. The other option is yes, they are just trying to gain followers and they do nothing. They collect that money at the end of it and they start all over again. Well, I guess my concern would be if I'm this person, like, how do you know that all the people you're giving this money to are good? Like, what if you're giving it to a pedophile? I think you take your chances. Mm. I think you take your chances. Then you're not doing good. Well, you know, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, then you're not doing good. That's true. I mean, yeah, if you're giving it to the local. pedophile ring then of course (laughs) it's not a great thing to be doing but i mean how do you know that from someone's tiktok account that's what i'm saying you would have to investigate i i mean i have some problems with this yeah oh you do (laughs) i don't have any problems with this i mean i think there's going to be one asshole in the group if you if you give a thousand people like you do a four-hour tiktok and you give a thousand people cash one of those people is likely not a great human being or most of those people are not likely great human beings but if you're helping one person figure out how to feed their family, pay the mortgage, put a roof over their head. Like, I can see that being good. And given the circumstances. Yeah, but the same thing with the lottery. (laughs) Same thing with the lot. The lottery is the exact same way. You think all those guys are Cracker Jacks that win that lottery? Well, that's also uh, machine uh, randomly picking numbers. Yeah, well, this guy's randomly picking comments. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think he's got a lot of time to do investigating. Any sweepstakes suffers the same issue. You could be helping the bad guys. And in my opinion, most people are bad guys. Exactly. <laughs> at least half. Yeah, at least half. <laughs> a, a third by some polls. Right. I'm not sure. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. The more that I watch reality TV and that I watch the news, I think it's a third. Mm. I, I think you might be right. It's a third. Yeah. I mean, when Taylor Swift's dad can't even be trusted with Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's money. And listen, I just, at pure entertainment value and like a fun thing to do and hoping you're going to yes. win. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Well, you watched it for an hour and a half. I watched it for an hour that and a half. That is why I do not get on social media. <laughs> because my time is precious with, and what I do with it. And whenever I log into one of these sites, I am all of a sudden looking at this, that, the other. And then it's two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what do we do before social media? What are you doing besides social media? Oh, I like to read. Mm-hmm. I'm a big reader. Yep. And what else? And I like to watch, you know, my Reality shows. Reality <laughs> <laughs> Where you, you lose five hours. You mean the shows hours. that you tell me to watch, like the diggers, the duggers? The diggers. Don't blame me for the duggers. I can't blame me for you the duggers. You told me to watch it. I, I, I told you to watch it. I'm not a dugger. <laughs> Well, I felt like I had to do research. You have to do research. Those Duggars are fucking nut jobs. God. I knew it the second I saw so that awful. show. Well, I, unfortunately, I watched the Hill Song thing on Hulu. Yeah, I mean, you got caught you in a fundamentalist trap. I gave trap. you my Hulu username. I did log into your Hulu. Yes. Okay, good. But I have not watched that Hill Song show yet. I will get to it. Carl is a big part of it. Carl's a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. And I think he's still lying hey, like, in the thing. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, girl. Yeah, hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to get on that. I'm not going to get on that. I'm going to save everybody's ears. Hey, girl, it's me, Carl. I just thought I'd let you know I'm I'm still full of shit. (laughs) Listen, can I borrow a million dollars from the uh, collection plate? And I'll get it right back to you.
Thanks, girl. <laughs> Show me your tits while you're at it. No? Okay. What about your mom? Your mom good? Okay, I'm going to be over here watching. A diggy diggy dook, diggy 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 duck. <laughs> I got to pay for all those lawyers, you know what I'm saying, girl? All right. <laughs> Love you. Hey, do me a favor. I'll be around your mom's house about 12 o'clock tonight. I'm going to drop some cash on the front door. <laughs> Fat stacks. Yeah. Oh, just go on my TikTok. At Carl's Penis. <laughs> At Carl's Christ-like Penis. <laughs> uh, it's got, and, and you see the logo. My new logo has got uh, two penises in the shape of a cross. <laughs> Oh my god. That's my new church, Cox for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cox for Christ. <laughs> Cox for Christ. Oh I think, my god. I think what I got it wrong last time, girl, is that I was trying to preach on a full dick. <laughs> so now I'm just gonna share my sit my sit my worldly sins with everybody ahead of time. I'm actually gonna preach with a full boner. <laughs> And anybody who wants to come and testify, <laughs> feel free to share. <laughs> I'll be right behind you, literally. <laughs> Go on, girl, testify. Oh, testify. Oh, testify. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I got to go scam some people. <laughs> I'm trying to get some new TikTok followers. <laughs> I'm giving out some... <laughs> Cocks for Christ cash on TikTok. It's my new altcoin. It's like Bitcoin, only it's ball coin. Oh, my God. Oh, that's really fucking funny. Cocks for Christ. Cocks for Christ. Oh, my God. These no. fundamentalist Christians are fucking it all up for everybody. Yeah, they are. Listen. Let me, I just, I, I don't want to get into a whole rabbit hole here. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to make anybody upset. But I just want to share this. Catholic, the Catholic Church is like the original <laughs> fundamentalist church. I mean, for God's sakes, they went and murdered people on behalf of the, you know, the, the, it was a, religion is awesome when used for awesome purposes. Exactly. But when twisted and then consolidated for power and money, which is what seems to always happen. It does. Every time. Every time. Every fucking time. And I'm sure there are examples of small, you know, non-denominational churches, you know, unity Christian churches, all this stuff. Oh, I've yeah, been to there's them. Great. Oh, there's I've great. Been, I've been to them. You know, the one yeah. that we got married for the third time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff and I had a couple of weddings. Yeah, you guys. They <laughs> <laughs> got married three times. Not sure why. I think it's for the free booze, if you ask me. But just let's share it. But there are some churches that are really fucking incredible, amazing. Yeah, and it's the mega stuff that starts. It's to those get... mega churches. Mm. It's the mega churches. It's the Catholic Church. It's those organizations. Did you see that? You sent me. Did you send me this? That the what's his name? Um, Warren. Uh, Warren. What's his name? The guy. Hold on one second. I want to get this name right. And this, honestly, is why I really... Rick Warren. Yeah, Rick Warren. Rick Warren, who is a Baptist, who has like a, a Presbyterian church, I think, right? Nice. He has a Presbyterian church. He allows women to be pastors there. Yeah. Him and seven other churches were just declined entry into the Southern Baptist Convention because they have women as pastors. That's ridiculous. Tell me, tell me, 
any of you swinging dicks out there that are running your own churches, making sure that pussies don't get involved in Christ, tell me this. Why in the world would you not let a woman pastor or preach? Yeah, what is the reason? What is the reason? Have you not noticed that guys can universally fuck things up? Have you not (laughs) noticed that gentlemen have seemed to do it the wrong way for eons and eons and eons? Why don't we give the women a chance or at least give them some room on the stage? What's the big fucking deal? Let a gay man preach. Oh my God, he likes other men's dicks. Who gives a fucking shit? Who gives a shit? I get so incensed by this. I know. Why do you fucking care where anybody puts their dick or their vagina? What does it matter? It doesn't. Why? That's something they do in the privacy of their own home. Are there pedophiles in the gay community? I guarantee there are more in the straight. You know what? You're all assholes. That's what you are. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. These guys that are making these independent, you know, universal decisions while they sit on a stack full of cash and private planes and huge houses and powerful ministries and they teach to the flock and they're sending them in the wrong direction, just like fucking Carl and just like the fucking Duggars. This is the vision of the future of this country with religion if we don't start getting our heads back on our fucking shoulders. Ah! (laughs) I agree. Because every time you put somebody in charge of a huge, powerful, Mm -hmm. money-making machine, they are going to start making decisions that are best for them, not for you. Power and money are, I mean, age-old, I mean, since the beginning of time, have corrupted but the, the 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 challenge is if like that's not the point of religion the right. point of religion isn't to get as much money as possible fund people's political campaigns right. and fly your private jet it's around to help people it's help to the help needy people. help the poor help help the needy help the poor help the normal help the regular flock yes. yeah and these people look at you and they drool over every word that you say, mm-hmm. and you take that power, and you twist it, and you fuck it up. Preach it, you brother. always do. So, here's an idea I think time has come. Fuck the dogma. Fuck the actual, you know, ministry bullshit. Gather in someone's house, three or four of you. Gather in someone's house and scream and yell at the top of your lungs to Jesus Christ or God or Muhammad or Buddha or whoever. And then go home and do good. That's it. That's all you got to do. Because all of this church bullshit is failing. It's failing terribly. And it's sending the entire world into a fucking tailspin as it always has. And it drives me crazy. The Duggars, that guy Duggar, that guy Jim Duggar, (sighs) that guy Jim Duggar, he's a fucking douchebag. And he always has been since day one. Anybody who watched the Duggars and thought that that family was anything close, resembling anything close to a normal American family, has got some screws loose because those people were strange from the moment they got on television. Yeah, I never watched the show. I mean, I saw it like once or twice and I was like, I, this is weird. It's so strange. <laughs> so. It's so strange. And the sad part about all of this is that there are so many wonderful people mm-hmm. that I know that go to churches. Not yes. these particular churches. I only know a few people who have been to mega churches. But they go to these mega churches, or they go to these churches, yeah. and they are such great people. I and agree. they are the foot soldiers mm-hmm. of this dogma. And they sometimes 
get things so twisted in their head because they believe their preacher or pastor has some special relationship with some deity or entity that none of us can have. In my opinion, we are all God. We are all a small piece of God, and we can rule our own fiefdoms in a kind and gentle way, and we can have a relationship just like the preacher or pastor does, because that preacher or pastor scratches his asshole just like everybody else does. He has foibles just like everybody else does. And you give him a billion dollars, and you ask him to take care of it, you know what he's going to do? He's going to buy a private jet, he's going to get some hookers in fucking Vegas, and he's going to snort some cocaine. Why? Because that's what I would do if I was rich for a decade, (laughs) and that's why I want to be rich for a decade. Okay. Be rich for a decade. Okay. Or for the rest of your life, be in charge of one of these mega churches, and, and just have all the people, power, and money you could ever want in your entire life. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you go. Uh huh. Oh, rich for a decade for sure on that. Rich question. for a decade. I don't want a, all the power. <laughs> I'm going for the Church of Brian Green, the Church of TCB. <laughs> Welcome to the Church of TCB. Come on in. <laughs> Pragmatic pragmatists here at the commercial That's break. Right. Let me repeat. I don't have anything against any I particular would go to your religion. Church. You would go to my church? You're yeah. already here. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're my only congregant. <laughs> You're the only one that shows up. <laughs> but I am gonna have to pass around the collection plate at this point. <laughs> uh, I don't have we don't have anything against religion. No. Or a particular no. religion. Well you Not know who all. I'm talking about. I'm it's talking the about the people that misuse it. Yeah, the Duggars. The Carls, the Pat, whatever his name, Robertson, who, you know, God bless his rest, restful <laughs> soul. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. or not. Um, yeah. Who's the other one? Oh, the one that we like to, um, what's his name? All of them. All the, we, all yes, the ones we've done yes. here. <laughs> Graham. Graham. Well, Billy Graham was okay. The other one, not so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Billy Graham was okay. He was okay. He said, God doesn't like people. God doesn't choose colors. You know, he was ahead of his time. Okay, Did he do everything great? No. Was he ahead of his time? He was pretty liberal. for a What's that? Oh, that guy. What a fucking douchebag (laughs) that guy is. Yeah, put him in there. And and you're still giving him money. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Come on. All right, (laughs) tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. Find out more information about Chrissy and I. And read all the show notes and Cox for Christ. (laughs) I'm writing that one. Write that one down. We'll get Tina on that immediately. Uh, TCB Podcast, all the audio, all the video. You can also get your free sticker. It might be 21 EPM, might be the next one. We don't know. Go to the Contact Us button. Give us your physical address. We'll send it off just as soon as we can. 1-855-TCB-8383. 855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Text us, comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes each time they air here on the audio feed. You're going to love it. Like and subscribe. Please do that for us. Leave a review on Apple. Could you do that? That really helps us. We would appreciate it. At the commercial break on Instagram. At TCB podcast on TikTok. That's where all of you can go and hate on me for my Christian beating. Uh, And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Look at that. I got it done. All right. I, I finally got it in under the... Under you the did, gun. you did. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. But I will tell you that I do love you. I love you. And so does Cox for Christ. Thank God. Best to you. <laughs> best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I do say, we always say, and we must say, Goodbye. goodbye.